0: Hi, it's Evan.
1: Hey, it's Amelia. And get this, HBO Girls Rewatch podcast is presenting a live Live comedy comedy show show on May 22nd at 7 p.m. in the East Village at the Knitting Factory's Baker Falls Fever Dream Lounge. Now you've heard everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We have such amazing guests for you, such as Liza Traeger, Cindy Washington, James Wan, and Esther Fallick.
1: It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be a night for the girls. I
0: can't wait to see you May 22nd, Wednesday.
1: Get your tickets now. Link is in our Instagram bio, or you can search us up on Eventbrite. Go find them, girls.
0: Love you.
2: Welcome Welcome
1: back to to HBO HBO Girls
0: Girls Rewatch.
1: I'm Amelia. And
0: I'm Evan.
1: And we've officially made it to the season (laughs) one finale of Girls. HBO Girls. Ladies, how the hell's it Oh my god, and
0: 12% men and 2% non-binary that
1: listen to our (laughs) podcast. And 0.1% not specified. We
0: were rooting for you this episode. We love
1: you, UK. Um, (laughs) Guys, it's great to be here. We're all playing
0: footsie under the table today. (laughs)
1: you caught us in an amazing mood because I had a major breakthrough this week, and Evan um, went on a trip.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I went to Boston, so it's like that actually leaves a lot to be desired. But um, I went to an amazing museum, and at the museum, it was actually the largest art heist of all time participated there. And for me, it's like it's bringing my two passions together, which is like interior design, which is all about this museum, and art theft.
1: Art thefts like Banksy.
0: So, we're going to introduce our little guests here today. Um, they're one of our closest allies. Um-
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep going. Evan's going to do all okay, it. Okay,
0: I want to do it. Amelia and him actually host a show together, a comedy show called Early Years. My two nipples are out for this one. They also host another show together called Soap which is about 35 performers just talking about one thing for one minute, and everyone is slightly happy and angry at the same time. What? <laughs> yeah. Give it up for
1: Charlie. <laughs> guys, this is huge. Charlie is my biggest support system in my life. <laughs> it's crazy to have him on. Um,
3: Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, Do you listen- have any good tweets this week? Hmm? Anyone have any good tweets this week?
1: No. So, me and Charlie were actually texting about our past Twitter lives this morning. But we, I used to tweet for for them to be good. And now I kind of tweet as like a, a live diary. Yeah. Like right now, all my tweets are about old seasons of Survivor. And nobody is interacting. And every time I tweet, I actually lose two followers.
3: Today is actually... Um, the 14th anniversary of me starting a Twitter account. 14? I started when I was 10 because my mom was going on a trip to Italy with my grandmother and she was like, I won't have service but I want to keep you guys posted on what I'm doing in Italy. So I'll use this new thing called Twitter. So she had us all make Twitter accounts. Oh, that's really cute. And then she never tweeted once when she was Wi-Fi? in Italy. Because Wi-Fi? Because, I don't know, service. It was a different time. Yeah, that's actually really sweet. Um, but she never tweeted I on it.
0: keep it up from there.
3: But yeah, that's so. That's the same Twitter account I started like 14 years ago. Oh my god! How Little did, you did start? she
1: know what kind of fucked Little up she kid know. she would have created. Right? From that. Can
3: you believe? What? Um, and now I'm I'm far past my Twitter peak.
0: It's like I didn't start it. I didn't start Twitter until at the moment it started dying. I was like, right, there's yeah. an update. <laughs> on died. The day Elon Musk started tweeting, I started tweeting too. Did you see Elon Musk like, is gonna?
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, says he's gonna appoint a, a female CEO of Twitter.
0: Yeah, he absolutely has to.
3: Well, that's what we call folks. I mean, I was talking to you about this the other day. It's what we call the glass cliff.
0: I don't like when you talk like
3: my dad. (laughs) (laughs) That's when businesses that are about to go under or about to, like, do really poorly choose that moment to, like, put a woman in charge. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I mean, so then they're bad. like, see, the woman, the woman failed. The woman so failed at saving girls. her business. Didn't it's really we, bad for girls. No, I mean,
0: it's really good for the,
3: our. Oh, it's good girls. to discuss. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Wait, that was, sorry. The glass <laughs> clamp.
3: Bad for girls, but <laughs> good for this girl. Good for HBO yeah. girls. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which is what our podcast is ultimately uh, about. Uh, so, oh,
0: Charlie, <laughs> where were you when you first watched, watched
1: girls. girls?
3: Okay. So I've kind of, I have a journeyed story with girls because I famously have a queer elder who's my okay no, my good brother good g- brother good g- brother my gay brother George, who's three years old. Shout out, I hope you're listening. Shout out my sister Hannah. Three years Hannah. old. Three years older. Three, three years older, sorry, three years older. Oh, and so also shout out my sister Hannah because Hannah Horvath. Um, <gasps> same names.
1: And I feel um, like Hannah, your sister, is Hannah Horvath.
3: Um, um, she's not she's
1: <laughs> Well, who else would she be?
3: She's not on that show. She's on yeah. that show. She's I love to say that.
1: Whenever people are mapping, like, who they are on a show, I love to be like, you're actually not you're in not that not. You're not,
3: in, you're like, not a future cast. Like, Charlie's
1: like, Bro- who am I in Broad City? I'm like, you're not in that one.
3: I'm Bevers. <laughs> you're not um, Bevers. I know. I hate we- when you talk
1: about yourself like you're Bevers.
3: But George was really into girls when I was, like, young. George was, like, watching girls. Well, he wasn't into girls, but he was into HBO girls. Yeah. Um And he was watching that, like, when it came out. So I would occasionally watch it with him. But I didn't, like, do full series until the summer between my first and second year of college when I was taking summer classes and I was, like, living in a dorm room alone. But it's so crazy because I hadn't thought about that period of my life for so long. And then when I got here today, I stepped into the lobby of your building and something about, like, the smell and the AC and, like, how cold it was, it, like, instantly transported me back to that room. So it felt kind of, like, kismity. Oh,
1: my oh God. My you God. just wrote a poem Isn't live on Isn't that beautiful about
3: how uh, – I don't know. Just the world is circular and about how media can kind of – connect us to different moments in our lives.
1: Totally. It's like when... Okay, so my mom used to, we used to drive from Austin to San Antonio to go to SeaWorld this one summer, and I know it's bad, and I'm sorry about Shamu, (laughs) and we're going to talk about the episode really quick right after this, but it would take an hour and a half, and my mom would just play every time we drove to SeaWorld, the entire (laughs) Malamia soundtrack from start to finish, so to this day, anytime any song from ABBA plays, I just think of being 11 in a car in Texas, or being at SeaWorld, like, seeing dolphins.
0: That's beautiful. If listeners can tell I'm a little drunk, it's because I am. Um, I drink one third of a bottle of wine, which is actually a lot for me. And it's because my two friends that take photos for somewhat professionally, maybe. It's It's okay.
1: It's totally like living in New York and like hanging out with new people. You can't be sober.
2: Mm -mm.
0: Unless you want to be. Well, I was saying is Charlie just revealed that our apartment has AC in the lobby. Which is <laughs> people can really narrow it down. They know Hasidic and they know AC and lobby. It's like
1: And well. meanwhile, I thought I had the AC running preparatorily. <laughs> I love You're, you're
0: a <laughs> <laughs>
1: Preparatorily for um the like hours before Charlie got here because I wanted to be cold, but it was just the fans, so it did nothing.
0: Perfect. I will put the AC on in a few minutes before you. So, can.
1: Charlie watched the episode twice and is smart, so we're going to let Charlie <laughs> give the synopsis before we jump into synopsis. our first segment. So, synopsis, synopsis. This is time. I like that. Really quick, it's season 1, episode 10, She Did.
3: She did. So, it starts with uh Marnie moving all of her stuff out of the apartment oh, yeah. um because she and Hannah had a falling out. Adam's helping move stuff down the stairs and then they have kind of like a terse interaction um and Marnie leaves to go move into Shoshana's and then Adam and Hannah are back in the apartment and Adam's like maybe I'll move in so then it's like oh maybe Adam's moving in maybe this is really serious and then later um, everyone gets a text it's like there's a secret party there's a secret party from Jessa no one's heard from Jessa and then Jessa's all of a sudden saying there's a secret party everyone gets stressed to go to the secret party we find out we get to the secret party everyone's there it's a who's who of the show girls
1: Literally,
3: <laughs> the that cast list? Which is like so random. It's like, why is Charlie? Inv- we can get to who it. Who
1: invited Charlie? Who invited
3: Charlie? Um She's not that many people in the city. I guess. It ends up that the secret party is Jessa's wedding <gasps> to, I don't know the character's name, but Chris O'Dowd, who was the guy that she and Marnie almost had a threesome with, or didn't almost have a threesome with, but he wanted them to have a threesome a few episodes prior. Thomas John. Thomas John. Correct. So Um,
1: funny of them to call him. Like, of course, that's his name.
3: And so everyone kind of goes. It's kind of like a fun little wedding, whatever. And then Elijah's also there. He mentions that he needs somewhere to live. So Hannah invites him to move in. And then Because because Adam is
1: like, I'll totally move in. Adam's
3: like, I'll totally move in. But Hannah kind of thinks that's like a him taking pity kind of thing. And so think, she thinks this is, like, taking that weight off of Adam. So she Wait, tells Adam... you
1: think she thinks that? Or she, she's choosing to think... Well, let's not that.
3: analyze right now. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but anyway, this makes Adam really upset when he finds out. Um, and he and Hannah kind of go at it. And it ends with um, Adam getting hit by a car. Which just, The car just speeds off. Um,
1: it was a hit and run. It was a hit
3: and run, Mama. Um, and... At the same time, Marnie's hooking up with Your SNL. Pass- Moynihan. Bobby Moynihan. Marnie hooks up with Bobby Moynihan at the wedding. Same after Bobby
1: and Marnie are hooking up, his-
3: I love it. Anyways, love so much- Hannah gets on the train, falls asleep on the train. Her purse gets stolen. She wakes up. She's taken the F train all the way to Coney Island, and she gets off. And she finds herself sitting on the beach, eating eating cake, cake which is by the
1: ocean. Cake
3: by the ocean, which is so Lena Dunham.
1: And then that's where it ends. Season one finale. Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing job. She does like No,
0: it's chills. Pff- 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 no, that gave <sighs> me chills.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it gave me chills to watch. Today. It
3: gives me chills to well, watch Cake every Cousy's time. It'
0: such a prop throughout this episode. It is- it's Yeah. Just sure. It's
3: the, cor- the- This episode is the choreography of Cake.
0: Oh, 100%. It
1: really is. Like the Marnie of it all, the Jess of it. Oh, my God. Mm. We have so much to do I have so much
3: to talk about, actually. We're
1: really going to analyze. For those of you who are like, they don't analyze enough today, we're really getting in the thick of it.
3: Into the thick of it.
1: But first, we must find out.
0: Girl. Girl. What girl are are you? you?
3: My answer is that I'm Hannah and Marnie. Yeah, I agree. Mostly Hannah.
0: But why well, you're so Hannah.
3: I think I'm um you're a writer that's like feels discouraged. I'm like writer that feels discouraged, mainly because I don't really write anything. Um and that well, like that's boy. that's Hannah. Yeah. She exactly. says I haven't really written anything. Um
1: That's all writers.
0: Like you would go to, you would get into Iowa and you would hundred percent you wouldn't Well, I don't want to
3: say this about you, but you might leave Iowa. <laughs> I wouldn't leave Iowa, but I would want to. Um yeah.
1: I told you about morning pages and you almost do anything week. to make me stop,
3: <laughs> but I did them for a week, and not to make this about one me. But I'm, I'm, on, I'm up to
0: I'm up to 18 days of morning pages. I That's love that Jeff. you
1: type your morning pages on a website.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's like I can't read my handwriting. I want to know what I'm saying one day.
1: You're supposed to write it and forget it. Does nobody read? The yeah, you have to. No, you're supposed to write you're and supposed forget. To go
0: back. We need to but talk about. You, you can go. Really go okay, but it says you can go back. I read it. Really I is
3: already read it. really is already pissed at how much she's first, gonna have to cut like, out.
0: Sixty days of it, but then you can go back and read it after the fact. Like it's not you're not the first sixty days is you're not supposed to. read. But then overall, you can read it. You know it's what? The first sixty days you're not supposed to.
1: You've really caught on to that one little note they made. You're right. And
0: I read the first chapter. I told you nothing else, but the first chapter. I really, I will give into. you that
1: they do say that.
0: Yeah.
3: So.
1: We take back what we said. So here's the thing. What makes you Marnie <laughs> that you want to follow the rules of life?
3: Yeah, I think like I'm. Well, you work in art. I work in art. Um, and uh, PR. Art PR. Um, and I think like, yeah, I think Marnie like really like has like this such a specific, like more than anyone else in the show, she has like such a sense of like, this is how my life is supposed to be. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And this is like what you do. And this is how you do it. And she's like, she like tries so hard to like keep herself to that like rigid structure, which I think is something that I'm was like for a long time and have been trying pretty hard to like not be, but I think it's still something that's in me. So I think I'm like trying well, so to like
0: one to Marnie. Yeah. And then we kind of see that dissolve that.
3: Right, and then you see Marnie, like, take it in the whole other direction yeah. and, like, blow her life up.
0: People don't give her enough credit for that. We'll get to that later. No, yeah. yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I would say you're mainly Hannah. Mainly Hannah.
3: Yeah. Um, and that takes a big person to admit. Well, I just say, well, we have only a Hannah, Shoshana, and Marnie. <laughs> what is this about you being a Shoshana?
0: I actually do think I'm a Shoshana because I talk really fast and I don't make sense half the time. And I'm, like, always hoping for someone to, like, be in love with my quibby personality.
1: I think you're internally Shoshana, outwardly a little bit more together.
0: i more together than to Shoshana. I yeah. can't hold down a job.
1: No, I think you're
0: <laughs> Jessa. Huh?
1: Jessa, in that just that you're very like you're talking to people like you're not. um,
3: No, I know. I don't have that awkward. You're kind of yeah, you're kind of whimsical. You kind of like have this like confidence about how you interact with people. I'm in that damn apartment. You're in that damn apartment.
1: Wait, but this episode, (laughs) you think you're most Shoshana? Because you're like, Ray, yeah.
0: I want I want to be Shoshana in a Ray situation so bad. Got it. Yeah. That's something I would die for to happen to me.
3: Yeah. For a
0: to happen to you, yeah. But like for someone to be so obsessed with my 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 they Disney met you one time, and they're like,
1: yeah, you're he's, so whimsical. I haven't
3: stopped thinking about you.
0: Yeah. For being so weird, though. Yeah. Like that's something i Yeah, okay, I see it.
3: With. I see it. And
0: I fight and crave for. No, yeah. I know,
1: I predicted that you would say that.
0: Yeah. And who are you? True.
1: And so today is a huge... Can we guess? Well, today's a huge day for me. happy today? Well, I you're told happy. you earlier what I was going to say.
0: No, I don't
3: remember. Amelia, guys, Amelia had ego death and has now realized that her purpose in life is to save the women and girls.
1: Is yeah. That,
3: are
1: you Hannah? Yeah. <laughs> you are. You are Hannah. Yeah. In the way that Lena Dunham was like, I need to talk about what girls are doing. I this <laughs> week realized that it's like okay to want to talk about what girls are doing.
3: That's beautiful,
1: but um, no, I'm Hannah in this episode because when she dances like that,
3: when she does the halo oh my dance, God. when she does the I halo dance, that.
1: I was like, I've never felt more like that's how I'm interacting. The way she is talking to Jess about her marriage is so like, if my friend decided to get married too young, and you're like trying to be supportive, but you're like, this is crazy. Like the way that goes, I-
3: it's soon. Yeah, I think it's soon.
1: And the way she's like, but I'm going to go with it. Like the way she's laying on the bathroom floor and she's like, well, you made the choice.
3: And it's such a Jessa moment too. She goes, you are so gross. Look at you. I love it. Laying on the bathroom floor.
0: (laughs) I really am a Jessup. And I think I would get married in a week. You absolutely absolutely would.
3: (laughs) would.
1: But the way Hannah is like, um, or Adam's like, this is beautiful. And Hannah's like,
3: I know Is it? yeah.
1: <laughs> It's so funny And she looks so cute in her little dress And I also,
3: love her little dress When she
1: like fakes sick and was like I feel allergic to something I've been feeling allergic to something Oh yeah, There's something in my throat that's allergic
3: You've had throat stuff
1: So I felt really like Hannah for the first time all of the season
0: Wow Hi, it's Evan.
1: Hey, it's Amelia. And get this, HBO Girls Rewatch podcast is presenting a live Live comedy comedy show show on May 22nd at 7 p.m. in the East Village at the Knitting Factory's baker falls fever dream lounge now you've heard everything <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're such amazing guests for you such as liza trager cindy washington james one and esther phallic
1: it's gonna be so much fun it's gonna be a night for the girls i
0: can't wait to see you may 22nd wednesday
1: get your tickets now link is in our instagram bio or you can search us up on eventbrite go find them girls
3: love you who have you been identifying with mostly this season <sighs> I hate to say I'm not caught up to speed.
1: Well, and you know what? I sensed you listening to the first episode to judge it very harshly and then not share that with me and then go ahead and not listen to the rest until you're on.
3: And when you asked last <laughs> night,
1: can you um, remind me what the segments are instead of listening to an episode to find out? I got the, I got the
3: image. <laughs> I got the image. I actually, I have to say, I did know all of the segments before you sent them to me. I oh, just, um, wanted just wanted to be sure. Double check.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and if it sounds like we'll I'm coming on too strong, I am. Um,
3: <laughs> well, this is this is how we this is how we show our love. It's Marnie. Yeah. It's Marnie. It's been Marnie. Yeah.
1: It's been Marnie,
3: yeah.
0: it's
1: been Marnie I've been the whole listening. time.
3: You've been Marnie. Yeah, you're very Marnie. Yeah,
1: that's well, you're actually why we work.
0: I feel like if you were in Club Penguin, you would hundred percent like have like a really organized house, a lot of puffles, and like be really, really good at one game. And probably the pizza game. <sighs> that's a high praise. Yeah, that's actually really I high was praise. actually
1: only good at the pizza game on Webkins. That's the same. Okay, perfect.
3: I liked Pop Tropica.
1: Totally see that for you. What's the one that was like TuneTown? for cereal? Millsberry.
3: Millsberry.com. Oh my God. That Loved scary, it. Man.
0: Neopets. Ugh.
3: I never really did Neopets. I love Neopets.
1: Neopets, I only would, every time I went on the website, I would make a brand new account because it was the process of making a new account that was like Yeah. 10. Wait,
0: let's do a Webkins reveal how many Webkins we had.
1: Okay, well, this is going to be easy.
0: Go.
3: Um, I don't know exactly how many I had. Probably seven to 10.
1: I had one. <laughs> To get online. <laughs> <laughs> the white terrier.
3: I had twenty five Webkinz. <laughs> of course, I remember once I I got in trouble. Um, I don't remember why I got in trouble. It was when I was younger, and um, my punishment was like no Webkinz for like six months or something. Uh, like no new Webkinz. Like I could still play on webkins.com. Oh, dot yeah, com. So go to my friend's house, this but I couldn't. Code and then that's an very
0: you. send myself
1: their gems no what i would do is my sister's password was cake123 so i'd log into my sister's webkins and mind you she had like nine webkins here i was with just one i was fighting for my life so i was like i deserve to go into her account and then mail <laughs> myself couches uh, using yeah. her skin's cash was
0: perfect no, she never caught on because she was five it's perfect it's how i started actually um stealing from stores is I would go to stores and rip the Webkin's coats off and put them in my pockets. Yeah, go I home fully believe that about
3: you. I,
1: yeah, well, you already talked about stealing from Urban Outfitters. I mean, this is where it starts. You know I don't I know,
3: shoplift. I, never have.
1: I know. There's something about you that <laughs> loves know, to follow the rules. is, Hannah would
0: shoplift.
3: I know. That's, that's why, why, why Marnie. wouldn't. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, Marnie would if she's trying to be free. Yeah,
3: Marnie would, like, never shoplift and then all of a sudden decide and then she's, like, stealing the most iPhones, yeah. yeah but she would
1: never get caught because she's a white woman
0: mm-hmm. so for season two we're actually going to change up the segments a little bit so any feedback do you guys might have about our current segments um we're going to definitely quote code clock, i think code and, and definitely girl what girl are you that's a definite then everything else is kind of up for grabs
1: yeah no please um Our Instagram's at HBO Girls Rewatch. If you want to DM us any notes or, like, things you'd like to see in the new season, we're going... We're so open. We're going to be switching things up, and we'd love to hear directly from you what the hell you'd want. Um, But for now, we are doing... I'm liking liking this part right here. here.
3: That shot when they're going down the stairs with all the furniture, and, like, Adam's holding the um, mattress behind him, and kind of holding the chair in front of him and like the girls are like um kind of leading but they're like making a lot out of it and Adam's like I'll just do it I'll just do it just go 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 um I really related to that because I
1: you're famously a furniture man
3: I'm famously furniture man and I'm famously like anytime like my brother or sister or anyone in my family like moves or any furniture needs to be rearranged I'm always the one who just like does it and my family gets mad because they don't get mad but like I'll just, like...
1: You're so aware of them listening?
3: No, I'll just, like, get so, like, annoyed with, like, everyone trying to, like, do this or, like, make it work or pivot or blah, 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 that I'll just be like, I'll do it! I'll do it! And so I just, like, literally, like, hulk out and just, like, move a chair upstairs or just, like, random stuff. Totally. And that Is doesn't your sound good. strengthen you? To yeah, totally. To it's like when a... It's like when a... um Hulk. It's Hulk, You're it's hulk. yeah. It's like when a mom... Like, when a baby gets pinned under a car and a mom gets like a rush of <laughs> adrenaline and she can just lift the car oh my god that's kind of we you yeah. <laughs> do no, Which
1: yeah. did girl
3: what car are you lifting <laughs>
1: <laughs> when jean valjean lifts the car and then gets caught oh <laughs> god jean- that part of les mis kills me
3: there's cars in les mis that, no
1: the like the carriage oh and then they're because he wants to save like the girl that's stuck but now they know he's strong and so they go after him javar
0: javar I don't uh, remember this honestly. I, I don't guess, remember that I part in halfway.
3: <laughs> I just thought kind of the for the original for the initial motion of the entire episode to be these three people moving um from the right side of the screen to the left side of the screen That's and beautiful. and downwards. It shows that, like after all of this that they've gone through in this whole season, they're still moving backwards and downwards and none of them are really kind of doing well by the end of the episode except I kind of think Marnie wins the episode. We can get to that later. I
1: think Hannah's doing awesome.
0: Well, and
1: I don't I'll get think into so.
3: that. Okay, we'll discuss. I
0: don't I really don't see it that way.
1: Um. Okay. So my favorite part of this episode was absolutely definitely me scrolling through to decide right now. Um,
0: <laughs> Do you want me? My
1: okay. My favorite part of the episode was the speech um, when mm. they're like, "This is a wedding," and then Jessa and old John, John Thomas John, John Chris O'Dowd, who I don't even want to remember Chris O'Dowd. I'm like guy from Bridesmaids, right? When Guy from Bridesmaids talks about meeting Jessa and then Jessa talks about meeting them and it's like their speeches that are beautiful to each other, it's so funny because they're making fun of like all people who get married and their speeches are always like, I hated him or like, he sexually assaulted me and then I said sure like you know it's like poking fun at that idea of that like half the weddings and half the people getting married like actually hate each other right? and it's just being so obvious and hilarious about it and the way Jess is acting and the way Chris is acting is so funny it's manic
3: yeah it's so manic no I was totally thinking that I mean A Chris O'Dowd just does like a great job at playing just like this kind of like idiot like financy bro who just kind of like goes goes with it Uh no jury duty yeah you could get him on jury duty he's jury duty for sure but I think like Jessa in this episode, it's like when you realize the kind of like this is I don't know I didn't rewatch the whole season before I watched this episode, but it's like
1: Catherine this. Hahn in the last episode talked to her right, and that is the A to B right. It's like Catherine Hahn spooked her, and right. now she's marrying Chris Dowd, and I blame Catherine. And
0: ready like to analyze Jessa this
3: episode, this <laughs> is <laughs> this is really so like eh, like. I don't know, it just shows like the desperation of Jessa's character that she really wants to hide, that she like doesn't want to think you to think is there. Like she wants to be like so free. Like and free like, and just like doing whatever she wants and this and that. But it's like, I don't know, this like wedding just feels so clear that like she has no clue what she is doing either. And she is also looking for some sort of like meaning well, or something. Tension, yeah. Yeah. yeah and, like, or attention. some like
1: outwardly like sign that yeah. she's following the steps.
3: Yeah, and yeah. it's, like, this weird thing where it's, like, because it feels like such a, like, boho, like, wedding, that's like, an alternative wedding, like, blah, 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 but it feels like she's still, like, playing the part of a girl who's having an alternative wedding, like, none, none of it feels Organic. authentic to, like, what she actually wants, it all feels like how she can perform this, like, lackadaisical like I don't care like oh yeah we're just throwing this like crazy wedding even down to like right at the end like her stupid veil and her short dress and then like after they say their vows it like breaks out into like girl rap music and it's like you don't actually like like this song you don't want you know what I mean it's It's, like she doesn't care about that song she doesn't actually want that song to be playing at her wedding but she wants to be the girl who her vows end and all of a sudden rap music is playing and it turns into a party. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, like, literally.
1: Like, the way she's, like, I don't even know if I'm boho girl, so I'm going to double down on it right. and hope that I'm putting on a good show for it.
3: Yeah. And it's, like, she, like, does this, like, has this, like, sense of, like, being, like, so confessional and so real and just, like, saying exactly what she means. But it all feels so performative and, like, so calculated
1: It's so like, I feel like if you think about like what that looks like now, it's like when TikTok like started popping off and then it was like all these people were going viral because they're so authentic right? and they had to create this sense of authenticity on these like videos. So it's like them being like overly confessional and like overly Mm -hmm. like trying to be so organic like in their car or whatever. Meanwhile, it's so like calculated.
3: Like how every like TikTok video of like someone talking now, it's like- Get ready with me. Or it's like a get ready with me or it's like, they'll be like- so they like take a bite after the first three words. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a way that's yeah. like, how many like, bites have you taken oh trying God. to shoot this? You know what I mean? Or they're like, I'm making my coffee as oh, I'm right. as I'm uh, you know filming this video because I just thought about it. But it's like you've made six cups of coffee trying to like get the right angle to make this video that you scripted in your head. Well, someone did mm-hmm. it one
0: time and it did well, and now everyone. has Yeah, to do it for exactly. All the
3: time. And it's just like you need to like be doing things in the shot to keep well, anyone's attention.
0: Yeah. And just yeah. everything is a performance. We're trying to, and especially. Um, as we like are trying to captive, it, again it's like t- in that example people are trying to allure you in with just the act of just doing something so normal like right. marriage is <clears throat> something so normal but actually mm-hmm. it's such a performance
3: yeah and it's like Everything's and that's always. the thing it's like Jessa I mean we don't know but like maybe Jessa really does want to like be married and but like she, have a wedding she but no, she's like wow. But she's, like, put herself into this corner where she has to be the boho girl. She has to be the one who doesn't do anything. So she's like, so I'm going to like, wedding like boho. Yeah, There's I'm going to do it and I don't care about it, wants actually. She married more than anything. Yeah.
0: And she also wants to be divorced more than anything. I don't right. think
1: she wants to be married. I 100 The way Catherine Hahn was like, you need to decide what you want. She got so scared by that because she thought about it for, like, one second. And she was like, I'm going to take the path of least, like, critical reflection of self right and go ahead and marry some guy and that's why she marries this guy that we saw in a previous episode she literally hates does not respect finds so boring like literally doesn't even kind of like so it like highlights the fact that like she's making this choice not because she kind of likes this guy and is like sure it's like I am so scared to think for myself and make a choice about who I am outside of like these setup things so I'm just gonna choose this which like is so relatable like in high school, I was like, I guess I'm just gonna like marry some right. dude and raise a family in Texas, even though that sounds awful.
3: And it's like because of like the cultural valid cultural valid the cultural value that we place on the institution of marriage, especially mm-hmm. ten years ago. Like, um Jessa is doing like one of the most like crazy and like least thought through things of anyone that anyone has done this whole season, any of the girls has done. But because it's like marriage, she gets to also be like holier than thou. And like she's figured it out. And she's like blah, blah, blah. And I have like when she's in the bathroom with Hannah, she's like, I have never been happier. Like, and it's like, like, see, I figured it out. I'm an adult. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you're doing like the most childish thing you can do, which is like make this spontaneous life decision without thinking through any other repercussions. But, but Hannah,
1: you Hannah's get
3: to. like, do you feel like an adult? And she's like, <laughs> I do. Yeah. yeah. I also feel
0: like an adult? I mean, that's such an... Because the reason she, like, fell in love with him is because he explains what a venture capitalist is. Right. And it's, like, so, it's something so beautiful I'd never really noticed yeah. before.
3: It sounds like an explorer.
0: Well, yeah, exactly. Last episode, she was talking about the explore exploration phase, and this one, it's like, what was it? I don't know the exact quote was, but it was, like, it was so beautiful her, for her to have this explanation of being a venture capitalist. Right. It sounds like such a mature... Like if anyone in finance has ever talked to you, they're using such like language that's like is literally going back to yours weaponization. Weapon <laughs> going
1: back to yours. Weapon Last episode
0: she <laughs> said weaponry. Yeah, weaponry. Weapon like, is
1: weaponry not a word?
2: Uh, well,
0: wep- it is, weaponization.
3: Weaponry. I
1: use in yeah, but I was thinking about think it later. I, I was like, that still is a word though.
0: It is. weaponry. Like weapon tree? Tree.
3: Oh, maybe like yeah, in a textbook, but not in the context you used
0: it. But
1: I used it in the diction and syntax was off.
0: Anyway, but it's like the words are so like, it's this so? It's like you're so easily impressed because the words sound complicated, but in right. actuality, it's like something so simple. Someone just like investing into like startups that right. change the world, but like they don't actually ever do that, and they all fail, and it's so egotistical based, and right? It's like because it's finance and sounds so complicated and so mature. It's like, look at me, I'm filling this role of a wife, like being a wife is something i think she 100 percent wants to be i don't know if she wants to get married but she wants to be a wife in the sense that it's like she likes the idea of being taken care of she likes the idea right but she also hates that But i think she i think she thinks that she likes being taken care of and like being held cap like a man's captive patient is singularly on her she loves that idea and it's played out so much throughout the season yeah
3: and i th- she really does like want to be married and she wants all of that but i think like one of, like, the genius things about the Jessica character is that, like, it almost seems like by choosing this guy to marry, by choosing Thomas John, like, she's, like, built in her own escape hatch because, like, when – she knows deep down, like, this isn't going to – she's not going to be married this to him for the rest of lot. her life. But like because he's Thomas John because he's the goofy guy who wanted a threesome. Like when it eventually doesn't work out, she can be like, "Oh, I was never going to stay with him." Like it would like she can just like write it off as a joke. You know yeah. what I mean? Even and though like she probably deep rich, down wants so it. She
1: can get money. Yeah,
3: and she's she's a girl who wants a rich lifestyle, but wants to act like she's a boho girl.
1: Yeah. Well, so, boho is
0: actually famously the
3: wealthy. Right, right, styles. right, right. Bohemian.
1: That was really good.
0: It is. You see all those girls that are like wear like the free people, but they're like there's what's that brand? Is this one brand? It's like whatever, but it's like five hundred dollars a piece, and it's like some like tattered up overalls. What's like, that
3: like Christian Girl brand? Yeah, exactly. I always Do you know what that? it's oh, called? Altered State. Altered State. Oh my god! <laughs> Don't talk to <laughs> me about Altered
1: State.
3: Oh, uh, you you threw down some racks in Altered <laughs> State Honey, back in the day.
1: <laughs> altered State. I actually tweeted about this one time, but it's literally this shop in Texas where it's like slutty Christian wear.
3: They got them all over.
1: Okay. Well, they figured out how to make Christian clothing be so sexy. It's (laughs) so cool. But you can't be mad at it. It's It's like the deepest V-necks. It's so Southern. I used to love to shop there.
0: Is it
3: Boho? I don't know. I don't know what it is now. It's probably like gone, like Rhinestone, Nashville now.
0: No, it's not even the one I was thinking about. But yeah, it's so interesting. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is. It's like performative homelessness. And then we also remember that 2012, we're coming off of a recession. And um, you saw, during recessions, you have a lot of, like, hobo aesthetics. Like, this was filmed in 2011. Right. Written in, like, 2010, 2011. So, like, the aesthetic of being homeless is really popular during recessions. Because people like to cosplay
3: poverty, especially during yeah. these times. Do you remember how iCarly was obsessed with the word hobo? Oh, my God. Obsessed. Oh, my God. They said hobo so much.
1: They really wanted us to say In a way, like, that. you would
3: never. I mean, like, hobo's kind of out of the lexicon fully. Yeah.
1: Nobody is talking in, yet, in that way. It's a
0: Gary Seinfeld funny word, though, and that's what they like
3: Right, it. right.
1: Yeah, I can just picture Miranda Cosco being like, hobo!
3: Oh, there's a hobo.
0: There's a hobo in my toast! It's like something Yeah, It's like, can we like, be normal? It's like, you're, you're, being, you're
3: being victimized by Nickelodeon.
1: <laughs> and yet, she continues. Jeanette. Yeah. Jeanette couldn't convince her otherwise.
3: Paramount Plus.
1: That's... For another podcast. That's my next rewatch.
3: iCarly Reboot rewatch. I'm starting my...
1: (laughs) Period. What was your favorite party episode, Evan?
0: Um, I was thinking about this. I really like the scene before Adam Diver gets hit by the car, or even including the car. Because I I think the conversation is very interesting where it's like... It's an amazing way to hide in the scene. It's an amazing way to To hide the scene. To go ahead and like
1: button it with him fully getting hit by a car. Well,
0: 100%. But it's like, I think the conversation being like, because you're 11 pounds overweight. You know, I'm 13 strong, you know, pounds struggle. overweight yeah. and yeah. it has been it's, the uh, struggle
1: it's been of hell my life. Every day. It's like, yeah, girl. Yeah,
0: girl. Well, I, it's so interesting. Or It's like, I'm not just scared. I'm more scared than everyone else. And I think we all, at least I feel this way, where it's like, I think my emotions are so much more heightened than anyone else because I think there's no full way to ever describe an emotion to someone because you can't describe an emotion and the person automatically feels it. So it's impossible for anyone to ever understand emotion fully. Like, words aren't. Kind of right. like really you so much of an image and, like, maybe you are so chosen that you can feel an exact energy from art, but I think it's near impossible. Words will never be enough to actually feel something.
3: So I think as, it's
1: impossible to ever as feel As Dear Evan Hansen once said, words fail.
3: Words fail. And they do. No, wow. I was thinking no, – thank you for doing that. I'm <laughs> trying to be
0: analytical and you brought Dear Evan Hansen into this and you know that's my one of my triggers. <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, I was thinking about this scene, too, because I think this is also, like – where the character of Adam starts to feel so hollow to me too of like, cause he like has this like righteous moment where he's like, you've never felt struggle. And he always does this to Hannah. He's like, you don't know anything. You've never felt struggle. You act like you're so put upon blah, blah, blah. But then he's the exact same way. He, he doesn't know. Struggle. His, he grandma's- His grandma's bankrolling him. <laughs> like he doesn't have a, especially hard life either. Like all he, but he like, and I think it was like a type of masculinity that was a little different back then that like, that, I don't know, like, he just has this, like, sense of just, like, he's like you don't know what you're doing and blah, blah, blah. And it's just, like, all of this way of talking to her that, like, feels so, like, righteous. And, like, I think if you're not paying a lot of attention can mm-hmm. feel so, like, true. Or, like, he he's just telling her the truth when actually he is. No. Like, emotions. Hannah was right. Hannah emotions. was right. He's scared, too. Yeah. And he's acting like he's not because that's his defense mechanism. And, and he's, he's yelling
1: like, at her for not succumbing to. Right. Whatever emotion he's ready to have now,
3: and he's in this like prison, yeah. prison of masculinity. Well, all men, that, like,
0: are more scared than women because they have no idea how to process their emotions, right?
3: And well, earlier in the episode,
1: I think he knows how to process emotions no, better than
0: me. You don't have them. We can't talk about that. It's a, we don't have four hours.
3: But like, I was thinking also, like earlier in the episode, <laughs> right after Marnie leaves, and Hannah and Adam are back in the apartment. Um, and Hannah like feels bad about it because she had this huge thing happen in her life with her best friendship that blew up. And Adam's just like, I haven't wrote down what he said. Well, he says.
0: Exactly.
3: Um, he's like, don't worry about it. You're He says you're forming yourself every time you shed a layer, which is like. So annoying. Again, this like this masculine idea that like. You're not. You, you only become yourself through like violence or like reducing yourself. Yeah, or, like, She's
1: like, I feel guilty. And he's like, no, you should just be like, fuck right exactly she's like
3: I feel bad this is making me feel bad and he's like you shouldn't and he thinks he's smart because he says like you just shouldn't feel emotions let's go have sex when it's like the girl you claim to love is telling you how she feels about one of the biggest relationships in her life crumbling all of a sudden and like you are nagging her about it and you're telling her that like every time she something bad happens to her she's becoming more herself which is just like I hate that idea that like anyone has like a true self at the core it's like you're always yourself yeah. have you, know you ever I mean? met
0: anyone that's a true self no they're actually if and you have met them and they say they are they're actually one of the most annoying people you've ever talked to and Right.
3: it's all a facade it's all yeah facade. and and it's just like this masculine idea that we have to be like brutalized into becoming the person that we are like we have to go through all of this cadet noble kelly. struggle it's cadet kelly it's like there's no we don't have to go through like noble struggle to like become who we are like we can just like grow
1: Sorry, it literally it is, is Cadet it's, Kelly. It's Cadet Kelly. It's, it's Cadet it's Kelly. It's the best military.
3: Um, every, don't get me started on that.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Oh,
3: I wish we had gotten ribbons for well, the last episode I, of the season. <laughs> I,
1: was Friday, dressing though? in white not enough?
3: Oh yeah, we we're on all just Friday, in white. Am I, I allowed to be looking out out at the camera?
0: Yeah,
1: I always say it's sleep. But fleabag. on
0: Friday, I was being like, I feel emotions more intensely than everyone's ever existed. That's all I said on Friday, 400 times. I know. I texted mm. Charlie.
1: I was like, Evan's realizing
0: things. <laughs> that That's why I had to okay. go home. Uh,
1: <laughs> Evan's realizing emotions today. Well, I
0: still do think I feel emotions. No, that is famously
1: an ADHD thing where you feel rejection oh, yeah. uh, more intensely than the average human.
0: No, it is. My sister I said taught that. me that. <laughs> I thought I taught you that. Oh. No. Well, you it is true. Me. I just feel rejection so intensely. And, and I it's reject so quick, before though. I can be rejected. Like, yeah. for the most Duh. part. Boys. So Life hack, guys. <laughs> Just
1: no, reject them first. Hello? I always, I'm
0: not scared of rejection, but I, I hate the feeling of it, which is insane. Oh. It's like I'll put myself out there and then I, well, I guess maybe not enough. The whole segment is talking about Hannah's body being how she is externally affected. Like, Amelia, uh, you were talking about earlier how it's like you like this show because it's finally giving a voice to girls that are not traditionally. As pretty to actually speak about issues. And I mean, literally, because it's like all we had was One
1: Tree Hill, like everybody was size zero and it was just like not spoken about. To be a girl was to be small. Like it wasn't there wasn't other options. And she went ahead and was like,
3: well, I exist and I'm actually a
1: person and I'm going to talk talk about life.
3: And like I feel like that exchange that like you're 11 pounds overweight, I'm 13 pounds overweight and my life has been hell. Like, that is just, like, such a, like, it's a key to unlocking, like, exactly who that <laughs> both of those characters are. Yeah. And it's also, like, such a, it's such a wink from Lana, like, to Lana. The Lena. For- <laughs> yeah. It's funny. such a wink Not from. Laura. And Lana. And honestly. Lana. But it's such a wink to Lana. To, why do I keep saying it? It's such yeah. a wink from Lena Dunham to, like, the audience. Because well, the first like first line of the whole damn show. I right. mean,
0: and
1: let's not forget that almost scene. every single conversation had about girls for the entire first year it came out was like, did you know a woman that's not size zero yeah. has sex?
3: Right. And like, it's like the further and further we get away from it, it's like she was not a – she was not – like she was a, a – Small woman. Size. But she's literally mid-size. when it came
1: out, everybody was like, this obese woman's right. fucking exactly. on TV. exactly. And it's like she's winking to the viewer. like
3: She's like, yeah, I know.
1: I'm well, 11 pounds of like- But then
3: right. Adam's like, you don't think you're
0: pretty. You don't think you're smart. Well, you know what? You are pretty. You are smart. You mm. are talented. It's like so powerful that he gets hit by a car and then carried away. Mm-hmm. Such an insane <laughs> punctuation. Like from Amanda, it's so extreme to have such an insane punctuation as his exit. From the season and theoretically even from the whole show mm. that he's being pulled away in an ambulance. Like that is what uh it, it's just so interesting that someone is broken heart is also kind of visualized. Yeah. Right.
3: And he's he's immediately punished for what he's like for that exchange. Like yeah. he's punished by the universe, and then it goes to the ambulance and he won't let her in. He's still yelling at her because he's just like still He's so it's caught like, up in this. He is in a prison of his own creation. It's like when, yeah. he, it's
1: like when and Elijah woman who want, yeah. and Marnie slap and they're like, okay, the conversation's over now. It's like he had the <clears> slap <throat> and then he's like, the conversation's still going because I'm not going to like let this sit. Right. I have to fight it out.
3: Right. I also love just like whenever someone's in the street in a show, they're going to get hit by a car. Uh, I know. Or girls.
1: like- Anytime there's a car scene, I'm like, can there not be a crash? And it's right. like a sitcom for kids. Totally. I'm like, why am I stressed?
3: <laughs> the famous Quinn Fabray when <laughs> she gets hit on the way to the wedding.
1: Oh, I don't really remember me much.
3: <laughs> Maybe I'll do that viewers, on the <laughs> listeners, write in.
0: <laughs> I
1: hear something. Oh, God. What oh is, is that noise? Oh, like, my God. God. Put it on damn I, You fire know what right it is? Right. is?
3: I think it's. a Claw. <laughs> I wore white. I I also wrote that down. (laughs) I wore white. I had no way of knowing.
2: Oh,
1: I love when Adam walks in and can't get into the wedding. And he just yells up at Hannah. She's being very elitist and cruel. (laughs) It's like, get over yourself. My
3: name was on that sheet of paper. And he looks up at her and goes, you look very beautiful. I hated that.
1: (laughs) The quote where um, Lena is trying to get out of work. But it's like, my throat just feels kind of allergic and scratchy. It's just hotness.
3: Yeah. Expired my Lanta. Yeah. We you both know when Googled you're gonna it. you going to get sick
0: and you don't. Yeah. You're, you know, when you're about to get sick.
3: Because
1: mm. it is like every time your throat hurts, you're just like, I feel allergic to something. Like yeah. that is how people talk.
3: I like when um, Elijah and Marnie run into each other at the wedding. Marnie goes, Hi, Elijah. He goes, Hi j-lo at the grammys (laughs) because she's wearing that stupid dress in her hair yeah
0: i know it's so funny she literally (laughs) she does look like j-lo at the grammys she created google images in that fucking dress
3: literally
1: yeah i'm marnie in that way and
3: marnie goes this is actually very you coded as marnie she just goes to him i hope you find what you're looking for and then walks away
1: (laughs) (laughs) so powerful
3: and then for elijah now to be replacing
0: marnie and the housing situation, right? You know
3: what? Poetic so justice funny.
1: comes, and let's just say Wait, that. Wait, that's so
3: true. That whole scene is like a shift. It's an it's exchange, yeah. Changing of the guard.
0: No, it's, it's changing of the guard. Elijah is now being Marnie.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like that episode. It's like
3: all of these people who like hate Hannah Horvath, but for some reason choose to like keep. They don't hate her. They, they do love hate her.
0: Friend. Yeah, but then you hate all your friends. I don't only you.
1: Now, I knew having Evan and Charlie and me all do a podcast (laughs) episode together was going to cause problems, but I was hoping they'd happen post-wrapping, post-record for them to happen live on the air. There's so much
0: anger in my heart. But my therapist told me today when I have anger, it's very well
3: padded, which is a really good thing.
1: I have raw anger. It's the only emotion I know about.
3: (laughs) I have a lot of raw anger at the core that I can't access until I really have to, and that's when I hulk out. Yeah, you guys are exactly I've never
1: seen you hulk out except when you said that one mean thing to me, and it felt awesome.
3: What did, what you did you say? I
1: say? You need new talking points. Oh,
3: that, <laughs> that was, like, was funny. It was
0: <laughs> no, it was like you were so fed up. Well, it's because you were so deep well, in your antidepressant. Now was, you're talking new again. There
1: was like, you one, are talking new. There was but like two new, months.
0: <laughs> you were saying the same three sentences over and over again. I'm
3: tired of being a girl boss. That was when you said that like for the 60th time. I was like, I'm just a girl. You need new talking in points. In conclusion.
0: <laughs>
1: And it's like, what happened to Lena Dunham in the media is what's happening to me right now in front of my friends. And it's like being friends with not girls is a prison of its own. I it's- love
3: that we've got the full gender spectrum. yeah, represented. I represented really
0: beautiful for you to be like, not girls, not girls.
1: I briefly wanted to mention that we haven't seen Shoshana do anything clever or witty this whole season, but when she makes a sarcastic comment yes, yes, at yes, Marty, yes, yes. I, love I about that. I about die. I
3: love that. I almost wrote that down. She was
1: like um, Marnie was like, I'm actually in a really great place in my life. And then Shoshana out of nowhere is just like totally everything you own is in trash bags in my kitchen.
3: Yes, I love <laughs> that. It was so it was good. So I
1: about fun. I about died. I was like, Show, you went there, girl.
3: Right. It's such a snippet of
0: what's the come.
3: And that's just like, yeah, and it's like such a it's like such the Shoshana it's foreshadowing character. Yeah.
1: When Shoshana's done.
3: Like Shoshana is the only one who has ever seen through any of this. Yeah. Like she, yeah.
1: Her being so pissed about the wedding, it's perfect. Right. It's, it's so
3: like, good. how dare my I cousin get
0: married? it's a girdle, and it's or what is it Oh like, yeah, that's the, it's like,
3: that's the other thing we didn't talk about with Jessa. Like at the end of the vows, when she's like, "Is it time to pull off the garter yet?" Yeah, the garter. I love her Jessa accent, by the way. And she's like, "Oh come on!" And like rips off her own garter belt, and it's just like
1: and throws it at Marnie, and Marnie's just like.
3: No, and it's it's just like this, like oh. c- the flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have- yeah. It's like this calculated. And she's so
1: upset. I'm pretty, spontaneity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's
3: just like so, Jessa. It's just like so. I don't know. It's it so just feels violent. so it, accurate. It, it,
1: it felt so painful to watch. Yeah. I was like, this girl is going through something. Like she's so, so right lost. Now. She's so lost. Um, Bobby Moynihan being in this episode hilarious.
3: I love that so much. I like. I get what Marnie's seeing. And I I'm
0: crush on Bob.
3: I don't crush, but I see how in the moment you could. I love when Marnie's like cracking up at all of his jokes about the cake. She's like been in this relationship her whole adulthood. What? Why are you laughing at me? You're also mad at me.
1: No, it's not about you, actually.
3: <laughs> it's like this moment where Marnie has like been in her whole, had this relationship her whole adult life, and she's like, it's like been her entire sexual experience. It's been everything for her, and she's like so caught up in it. Wouldn't and she now,
1: fuck somebody in high school.
3: Yeah, but like generally, yeah, like yeah, this is what for most of her life has been. And then like all oh of yeah, a sudden, she's surprised like
0: surprised by how early she loses her virginity before Jessa. Before
1: when Marty Jessa. finds right. out she lost her virginity before Jessa, and was like, "Damn!"
3: But she's like finally just like free of it, and now she's just like, like she's like doing something. Well, kind it's of. because the it's the too. whole like yeah, because it's Char- whole, Charlie ad, makes uh, her Marty, horny. Charlie
1: being like. Are we still gonna do that thing where we like broke up, but we're still gonna have a thing and like do something dumb? And then Marnie is like, "No, no, no.
0: everyone loves to tease Marnie, no, and no other character in the show are people teasing. Like, yeah, Marnie is getting teased by men like this, like fake performative flirtation, like with the art guy.
3: Totally, and oh yeah. Two, well,
1: is it
0: fake flirting or, or real? No, it's real flirting, but it's like, it's like it's so like everyone's like performing it at her right it's because she is such like the most conventionally attractive out of four of them or like and and like and like not jessa which is so guarded yeah where it's like people can i feel like they want to tease really hot people yeah and i feel like they have the upper hand because then i think in a lot of situations with really hot people people like they already are starting out as a disadvantage so they do whatever they can I think sometimes in those situations to feel like they can get the upper
3: hand, and like when someone like that does present as having their life really together and like being all buttoned up, like it for some reason, like it like opens you up to being like ridiculed and like being so made fun of. Like I want to throw a rock.
1: Um. Oh oh my god! During (laughs) Justice's speech, Adam's eyes twitch because he's being so moved. Oh yeah. Like the way his eye is fully twitching, amazing acting, and then Hannah's like huh? Like, Adam's just like, this is so powerful. And then Hannah's like, please. And then um, time is a rubber band. Your dreams are not what you thought they'd be. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, I wrote that down.
1: Yeah, like, when Adam's talking to, when Hannah's like, they just met. Adam's like, time's a rubber band.
3: Right.
0: (laughs) Well, I think also going back to Adam, it's like, Jesus Christ could save your strength. We're in it for a long haul.
3: And that's again. And
1: then Hannah gets scared, so she hides her face in her chest. Girls love people, to do that. No,
0: exactly. This is why people like Adam Driver. It's because he says stuff like that and he's like big.
3: But that's again, it's like Adam Driver, or what his name's Adam in the show. Like he's like hiding this immaturity behind this like guy facade of like hyper maturity. You know what I mean? Yeah, Where this it's like like, a
1: very emotionally intelligent guy.
3: Right. And it's like, no, you're like, intellectualizing you, your feelings. The girl you claim to love is having like real thoughts about how relationships look and work and you're like, just like speaking down to her about it and like mm. acting like, you know, everything. So
1: belittling. It's I so belittling.
3: It is belittling, but
0: I think it's also in a sense where it's like, I think people feel very comforted by this. Like yeah. it feels very protective. It's like, uh, it's also yeah. uses the word kid a lot towards her, and which is like, kid. I think a lot of people like enjoyed a sense of like in a relationship, they don't have to necessarily take full right. control. And like, adam is making the direction like we i think a lot of us have decision like my friend made one decision today like where to sit and they're like sorry am i being a literal dictator because they literally were like can we sit at this table instead?" Right. it's like am i being a literal dictator i felt so bad about it and it's like really insane for i think it's really hard for a lot of people to make decisions Either you're so good at it or so like laws a fair because we really have people that make decisions and don't that's the whole concept of leadership
1: Okay, my, I love when Shosh is like, "Are you punking me?"
3: Are you punking oh my god, me? I love that. Oh, when she says, "My aunt says it feels like scratching a sunburn." sunburn. Yeah, <laughs> it's like,
1: oh, that's also so Shoshana's. Like, of course, her aunt was telling her about sex, right. and Said that
3: and that, you know, that's something she heard, probably heard when she was like twelve years old, I like really, and kept sitting it in the kitchen, mind. and like that is locked up in her mind about like what sex is and how it feels
2: literally
3: my last (laughs) quote that i have is when hannah gets off the train at the very end and she like yells across she's like where am i and the girl's like you're in heaven you're in heaven and then so new york right at the end one of them goes does she have a green belt on or am i tweaking i love that that. because it's like the the green last
0: sentence too
3: Of the season. Yeah, it's the last spoken season. And the green belt is the star of the episode. Oh, and I love when Hannah walks up to the wedding. She's like, hey, party time. My shoes match my dress. Kinda. I literally
1: love Hannah in this episode. I love Hannah in this episode. This entire episode, I was just like, wow. She actually has an amazing personality. Yeah, she's
3: super endearing in this episode. No
1: one's talking about how fun she is. She's so fun and sweet.
3: She's so fun and sweet. Yeah. And she's
0: lying in the ground in the bathroom. This
3: is a really winning episode for Hannah. Yeah, I was
1: like, I like this crazy girl. Totally. Also, when she walks like Coney Island, eats the cake, that is so me-coded. When I lived in LA, anytime I like went to a party the next day, I would just like hung overly, like go to the beach so I didn't have to like, because of would anxiety. you eat cake? I would like get like something weird from Erewhon and then like. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think like I literally, it weird.
1: I literally think I've bought like a slice of like red velvet cake from Erewhon, walk into, walk into, walk to the Santa Monica like pure
3: and just like season.
1: ate cake. Literally, it's always on season there.
3: My fourth year of college when I was like living there, but it was all COVID, so all the classes were online. Like basically like, there was nothing to do, so basically like every morning I would just like go and get a bagel from this place called Bodo's and then drive in my little Prius to, like, into the mountains of central Virginia and there's this little, like, lake at the top of a mountain called Beaver Creek and right. um, I ski there. Different Beaver Creek. <laughs> um, and I would, just, you, there was just, like, a parking lot and you would just, like, go sit at the water and, like, be with yourself. Would people kiss there? No, it was, like, a very hidden thing. It wasn't kissing edge. It wasn't ballsy was
1: when Tina Fey makes out on the cliff. No,
3: it wasn't old rag. Um, but it was, like, kind of, like, uh... <laughs> what did you say? So amazing to remember old Brad I am from there. Um, oh, is that? It's in Virginia. Oh. Uh, um, that
1: chapter Tina Fey's book is Charlie's entire college. Yeah.
3: Did she go to UVA? <laughs>
0: yeah. I thought she went to Northwestern.
3: No, baby. That's Louis Dreyfus. That's Dreyfuss. Seth Niner's you're thinking of. Um, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> Please. But anyways, anyways and the um, son went there and I think, and call, Sex like to College Girls, the tall guy, Charlie Hall, oh, yeah. Charlie Hall, he played on their basketball team too at Northwestern.
0: Yeah, he lived on the same floor as my cousin. And they hook up. No, no. She met her husband, her <laughs> husband, um, the last semester. Perfect. And we like to say that we were both reaching for the brisket at Halal. <laughs> Not as to do. It. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Wait, but yeah, let's talk about that last scene.
1: The last scene is so me living alone in L.A. Yeah. Like, that entire scene is what it felt like to live in L.A. during the pandemic. Well, she
0: knows the experience of being, like, having emotions and not fully understanding how the words to process it. And, like, trying to be an emotionally intelligent a- adolescent. Like, she's right. so good at describing it. Like, adolescents always are describing. We're always doing, when we have emotions, we're like, we're going to be smart about it. And we act in the weirdest way as possible that, like, we're not harming anyone. And we're, like, we're not necessarily being, like, bad. But it's, like, we're doing weird things to compensate for the awkwardness inside our bodies. My entire
1: experience on that coast.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. No, it felt, like, very real to just, like, need to, like, go to the water and, like, like whatever.
1: Literally, or to be, like, I'm in Coney Island. Well, I'm going to walk around instead of trying to go to my house. Exactly. That's so, like, oh, I lost my purse. Instead of stressing out about that, I'm going to take a long solo walk and look at the ocean.
3: Right, That's and it's like for on Earth. Yeah. for Hannah Horvath, like the queen of the freak out, the queen of anxiety, the queen of being scared. For like it to for her to like wake up without her purse somewhere she doesn't know where she is, and not to freak out and to just like go with it and like go eat her cake and make a morning of it or whatever. That's
1: why your mom cut her off.
3: That's why her mom cut her off. Right, like that. That is like such a a specific moment of character growth and development. And it's, it's like, like the perfect it's not really in end, any, end the season. Right. It's not in any like specific direction, but it's just like she is changing. She's approaching things differently. And it's because of all these crazy things that have happened to her and just yeah. like how her life is developing.
0: Do you think the show could have ended here? Like, I mean, obviously it shouldn't have, but do you think it could have? Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. Right. I, everyone's stories are wrapped up pretty nicely. Yeah. I also caught an Easter egg, which is um, when she is walking through Coney Island, um, Like, the shot where she's, like, it's a shot from her from really afar, so she looks really small. She's
0: walking down the thing. And
3: she's walking next to the cyclone, and she's under a sign that says furniture, and I was like, she's tiny, furniture, tiny furniture.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. That is so Is that real? Letterboxd.
3: Letterboxd.
0: Wait, tiny furniture. Three and a half stars. TikTok. Make sure this is really good. This is a perfect TikTok.
1: (laughs) Okay, yeah, yeah.
3: You should post on TikTok all of tiny furniture in like ninety second in 90 clips seconds. with gameplay underneath.
1: Perfect. Okay, we need to um we need close out with our last. We're not
3: gonna have light in the next. Our segment. last, yeah,
1: we're losing light. So last segment, <coughs> that outfit in Brooklyn. <laughs> that is the ugliest effing skirt I've ever seen.
3: No one would be belting a dress the way Hannah belts a dress. No
1: one would be belting a dress.
3: Not like none of the clothes would be worn. I love Ray's blue puffy tuxedo shirt. I also oh. think... Love those. I also think Charlie so looks really hot noted. in his Charlie skinny suit. Hot in his suit. And Adam's whole getup, I think, is great and really on the nose for, like, Brooklyn hipsters fuck 10 years Mary ago. Fuck Mary Kill Ray Adam Charlie. Wait, I would...
0: Fuck Adam, marry Charlie, kill Ray.
3: No, I'm not with you on that. I would probably... Fuck Charlie... Mary Ray, kill yeah, Mary Ray. Adam. You're gonna, We're gonna
1: kill b- Adam, marry Charlie, fuck Ray?
3: Kill Adam, fuck Charlie, marry Ray. You would marry Charlie? I think it'd be fun to hook up with someone with my own name. Fuck too. Ray? But I wouldn't want to marry someone with my own Adam. name.
1: I'd fuck Adam, kill Ray.
3: Yeah, exactly. We're
1: it's like he's hot. Like I would fuck Adam. I wouldn't
3: want to marry Charlie.
1: But I'd want to fucking kill Ray. Like that would be satisfying. Whereas like killing Adam wouldn't really be that no, satisfying. No, to
0: date, kind I of think it would be the s- tech startup and then does cocaine. It's like, oh, I
3: want to marry that. I, I just don't. liked
1: him in this suit. That was hot.
3: I thought he looked great right in the suit.
1: Ray, every time he opens his mouth, I want to see him suffocate.
3: I like him, unfortunately. I think it, you could, you could fuck him if you have the Teddy right. If there's a right tension with Ray.
0: It'd be an amazing fuck because it's like I want that anger and like that crazy little bazaza. Right, it's like so fun for to have that in a sexual setting one time. But if I'm not having it with Ray, I'm gonna fuck Adam.
3: I just think like Adam is. Yeah. I yeah. think Adam is a immature, like ticking time bomb. And I think that Charlie is really boring and sad. And I think I, don't think, I, he's actually think, as boring I think as you think he is. Well, that's why I'm saying I think, um, and Stanford I, and of
1: course I marry him. think
3: so Ray is the only one who knows himself. Oh
0: God, can you imagine how cute the kids?
1: Would be? And sometimes it's better not to know yourself. <laughs> or if you know that much about yourself, you should go ahead and make those changes.
3: Don't you think Ray and I would be cute like Brooklyn dads? He's a little older than me. I can't stand that man. <laughs> okay, can I do my hair cut? Okay. Hello? I thought we moved we're, thought of we're past the course. course. <laughs> the
0: <laughs> I just I forgot to say, cakey time. Is it me or is that just
3: adorable? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love when she finds Bobby Moynihan adorable. Cakey time. It's like I'm marrying Bobby Moynihan. Shosh. Shosh's dress wouldn't happen anymore. No, especially I with those I shoes
1: and the hair. And the
3: hair. Please, the
1: it's butt.
0: Too
3: tight. I, I um, need a
1: ponytail. Have a little fun, show,
0: Yeah. Well, thank you guys. <laughs> oh my god. god. Okay.
1: Is so that the end? That kind of brings us to the end of the episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. This it's is been-
0: such a pleasure, Charlie. I love you so much. <laughs> thank
3: you guys. Thank I much. Thank you so much for having me. I, I really my did enjoy this. So much. Um, Isn't he
1: so smart? I love having a smart friends. Um, Charlie, where can people find you?
3: Um, you can find me on Instagram at uh, C-P, C-P, cp underscore C-P flynn. flynn.
0: Perfect. Or TikTok or, TikTok. or Twitter. I th- the same thing.
3: Twitter and TikTok are at chardypf.
1: And if you ever want to see me and Charlie live, we host a show together. Follow us at the earlier show. Um, We're always doing laughing stuff. And I'm
0: obsessed with everyone listening, watching. It's like you guys have given Amelia and I purpose in life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. had nothing three months, three weeks ago. <laughs>
1: um, No, it's been so great. We're so excited for season two. We've got a lot have, more in store. I mean, exciting
0: stuff to share with you guys. And we're, So next episode is a recap of season one. Yeah,
1: we'll be kind of looking at the character arcs from season one and then talking through um, everything we just watched and talked about in this first season before we dive into season and two. And then
0: hopefully we'll have an exciting announcement too. Yes. Okay, well, we
1: love you! Love you guys. if you haven't please rate review us subscribe on please, YouTube please, please. Um, we'll see you next week people Bye, hate everyone.
2: Hannah and take that out of time